Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Good morning, Patrick. How's it going? Pretty good, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Dude, it's already the middle of April. How? <laughs> How do we do this? By. We're just existing and time is just doing its thing. It is. Because Grayson asked me this morning on the way to school how many weeks were left. So I counted and there's about five and a half weeks. And then I got, and then she was, I said, it'll go by quicker than anything. And I got thinking, it's been a month since, it's been almost five weeks since they've been on spring break. Yeah. And so I told her, so and it's going to go by quickly because just think about it. It's been almost five weeks since you've been on, since you were on spring break. And see how fa- fast that went. She goes, yeah. So. Right. I still be here before you know it. So, so I think she's excited, but also not because because <laughs> the kid loves school. So, and yeah. Still, still kind of odd, but it is. You know. but I love it. I love it though. I'm gonna. Yeah. I love my little nerd. So, uh, but also I think this is her last. She may have one. No, she has. This week and next week before, and then two weeks, she'll start competition practice for gymnastics. So she'll go from Tuesday, Thursday evenings for two hours each to three days a week, four hours each. So, yeah. Yeah. Switch. Yeah. Yep. Well, and they said that they don't really want parents there. It's like, well, one, you're not going to want to sit there for four hours, three days a week. Like That's true. I don't like sitting sitting there for two i mean i love watching her but metal bleachers for two hours i mean essentially for me four to five days a week between martial arts and gymnastics is just it would be better if they had like backs to them but they're just Mm -hmm. they're not and it's just it's so uncomfortable have to buy some of those they use at at the stadium (laughs) yeah those back yeah yep so instead they're like you're not going to want to stay here and you're going to wind up being more of a distraction because they're going to keep looking for you over there instead of focusing what they need to do. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to have three days a week where I don't have to be. Oh my God. I can finally go. I I told Ruth, I said, I might actually finally go to the gym because I'll actually have time to do it. There you go. I said, you could come too, if you wanted, like we could like do this together. And so we'll see, but I may also still, because it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I may still end up having to take York to Krav, which is still not a bad thing because I can always take him to Krav and then uh, afterwards go to the gym because I would still have time. <laughs> so we'll see. All about, you know, all about managing the time. Yep, always. Um, so we'll see. Um, or at least you know I could go catch a matinee and then be done. <laughs> like yeah, opening up options. Yep. So. See flexibility. Yep. We'll see. Which is something I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely Grayson's gig. Um, yeah, not too much going on here. We're just kicking it through, uh, starting off spring cleaning. Um, spring cleaning, day one. Grayson's room. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. oh. I, I think I text one of our friends. I said, uh, starting to clean Grayson's room. I may now. I may not come out of this alive. 
definitely be unchanged. <laughs> be changed. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I was able to crawl crawl through an area and uh, get out and <laughs> to be able to do this. So uh, it's like a Indiana Jones adventure. <laughs> it is pretty much like it's. Like if you know, like when kids pretend, you know, like they have these like little setups and then it cuts away to like an Indiana Jones adventure and then, you know, someone yells the kid's name and then they snap to and then it's, you know, their room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of which, there's a new show on Apple TV plus called Jane inspired by the works of um, Dr. Jane Goodall. Mm-hmm. And basically it's these kids that, do what they can to help uh, endangered species and stuff like that and try and help them thrive and, you know, do better. But it's done in like an imaginative way. So they're not actually going to these places, but it's showing them start to play pretend and then being put into these immersive experiences to where they're like actually there. Mm -hmm. So it's basically like what we just talked about, except it's done to kind of help educate uh, people about, about animals and um, how we can better care for them and stuff like that. It's got a good message. It looks fun. Um, I was playing Grace and I were playing on watching together. It just dropped uh, Friday. So, but it looks real. It looks super cute though. And um, educational. So, but anyways, I wanted to bring that up just because we were more or less talking about that formula, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it looks, it looks good though. But uh, other than that, yeah, um, York and I still grinded away at Gotham Knights, you know, just plugging yep. through. I finally beat all the Mr. Freeze areas. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, working my way through Court of Owls. Um, okay. Basically, all the all the little zombie <laughs> zombie talents are throughout the city at the moment. So, um Still got to beat Clayface. Haven't done that. That's on the list, but I'm still trying to grind. Uh, so I go level up to where it'll be pretty much a piece of cake. But yeah. Much like when I played Mr. Freeze. Um, yeah. Um, I did play through the Clayface boss battle. Yeah. I didn't find that. It, I didn't find that as frustrating as Mr. Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and then I, I, I tried to pick it up and play it again this weekend. I'm like, I yeah. think I've put it down too long because... I tried these little side missions and kept getting yeah. beat. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to come back to this and kind of get my fingers back going. Yep. <laughs> but then yeah. um, then I went back to like Arkham Asylum because I told yeah. you I beat the story, but I still had right. some Riddler trophies and things to find. So I was kind of going through there trying to find those things so I can at least get 100%. But, yeah. um, you know, just spent about 30 minutes doing that. Then I turned it off. Um. Let's see. And then I did start playing Arkham Knight. I'm still kind of in the early stages of that because I'd, you know, I'd already I'd played on the PS4. So I'm essentially yeah. starting over on Steam. And um, yeah, spent maybe about 45 minutes with that, then turned it off. Um, and then, not game related, I got an email about mm-hmm. from Boost saying uh, the number, such and such, 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 basically my daughter's phone number. Uh, has removed itself from the family plan. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, so I sent her. So I called. Yeah. I say, what's going on? Because they they're changing their website. And um, so they looked into it. And said, no, everything's the same. It's just we're changing the website. So mm-hmm. whatever's set up is still as it is. 
And so I, I text Kyla to see if her phone was working fine. She's like, yeah, outside of being slow every once in a while, but it still works fine. So I'm like, okay, I just wanted to make sure because Boost is doing some things and I didn't want to interrupt your service. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> Boost is going through some things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, considering I think they're with, um, oh, what is it? They're, they're with another, they used to be with part of Sprint, but Sprint sold them off. Mm-hmm. I forget which company they're under now. So I guess they're just restructuring some things. Gotcha. But so far, still been same service, no problems. So that's my biggest concern. I thought they were splitting it up where you had to pay for each individually, which would kind of oh. double what I'm paying now. But no, it's it's cool. It's the same. Okay. Yeah. And that's about it. Um, let's see. I didn't mention this, but Kyla and a group of her friends in high school, they're going to go to their junior prom. So it's gonna be, Uh-oh. it's gonna be, you know, a few girls and like one guy, and they're just going together as a group just to go. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like when I went to my junior year. Um, supposed to have a date, but didn't work out. So gotcha. my friend, we just said, look, we're just gonna go, see how it is, and then next year we can we can prep for next year. Right. Yeah. So, um, I think it's next Saturday, I believe. Yeah, next okay. Saturday. So, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> As soon as um, I mentioned prom, I was like, oh, she got a date? Like, no, she's going with friends. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Okay, that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I never, we didn't have a junior prom. We just had a senior prom at our high school. Yeah. Um, so I only went, now I had a couple of friends that went as juniors to dates mm-hmm. for seniors and did it that way. But, um, but yeah, uh, cool though um i'm very excited for it that's yeah. that'll be fun should have a good time yep so you um, experience it then we'll see how next year goes <laughs> right yeah yup um but yeah uh that'll be exciting and then yeah i just talking about because you know grayson was grayson was talking about how she can't wait, you know, to be in third grade and all that. I said, I know you'll be in third grade. I said, and then York will be in seventh grade. He'll be in junior high. She was like, what? I said, I know, right? I said, it's so crazy. Because seventh grade for me was such a weird time. Because you, because uh, when I was in Dallas, we had junior high. or We had, we didn't have middle school. We had intermediate school. So it went yeah. K through four. Then intermediate school was five and six. And then yeah. junior high, seven, eight. And then... High school nine through twelve. Actually, at in the city we lived in, they had one school that was just ninth grade only. It was just wow. a ninth grade school. It took in a lot of surrounding uh, burbs, I guess you could say. Okay. And so, uh, yeah. So they and then they all went to the ten through twelve high school. And I don't know how much. Yeah, I don't know how much of that has changed since nineteen ninety one, but yeah. sure, quite a bit. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, seventh grade was weird. It was first year junior high. First time I'd ever really been exposed to like any sort of like gang activity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I guess it in like racial tension because we just lived in a suburb of Dallas. I mean, it wasn't crazy, crazy, but it was starting to get a little more, I guess, out of hand. We had, uh, 
pretty sure we had an assistant principal that was an undercover police officer that would go around. I remember we had, they're expecting this big, huge brawl after school one time. And yeah. me and my buddy Sean were walking home or walking to his house and after school. And uh, there's like a police car in every alley yeah. by the school. And then a uh, police helicopter above it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what the hell is going on, but let's get to your house yeah. <laughs> before. Get out of here. <laughs> yep. And it turned out, nothing. thankfully, nothing happened. But, I, you know, it was one of those kind of things I was not really... Like I'd never had any issues because I was yeah just one of many nerds in the school that <laughs> that was you know stayed away from that. But went to several dances though by myself and had a blast. You know saw some friends there and we hung out and I actually did dance. But, you know yeah you know hammer dance and all that <laughs> <laughs> poison poison yeah yeah I mean it's kind of similar like when I was in seventh eighth grade. Yeah. I'd always hear about fights happening. I'd never see them. Or I'd hear it happening, but by the time I got to the area, it's done. They done pulled them apart. So I've never directly experienced that during that time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was um, Apollo. Yeah, 7th and 8th grade. Yep. Okay. And then we, uh, then 8th grade's when I moved to Missouri. Mm-hmm. And I guess I should say moved back because we lived in missouri before we moved to dallas and then moved back um but yeah and then eighth grade i went from a very multicultural school from junior for seventh grade Mm -hmm. um you know a lot of uh hispanic and african-american and um you know white people and then went to (laughs) then moved to springfield and there's like Maybe a handful of black people, maybe a couple of Hispanic people, white. Yeah. And it was just weird. And, and, but the thing was, I never thought about that. I didn't think about that till a few years ago, whenever I'd start, you know, talking to people about, you know, growing up and everything. Like, I didn't really, it didn't really hit me because I guess I just never, I never thought that that was an issue or a thing that I needed to focus on. It was just right. going to school, making friends and having a good time. Yeah. Maybe learn a few things. But yeah, it was interesting though, just the uh, dynamic, or just how much things just change whenever you move. So, anyways, all right. Uh, shall we get into our talk here? All right. Uh, only one trailer this week. We have a uh, few have been to the movies lately. You will have seen the trailer for the movie Strays. This is a it's a live. So if you think about talking dog movies, you think mostly kids movies, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. This one is definitely not that one. This is a hard R. (laughs) If you watch the trailer, it is pretty much right there for you. (laughs) That it's true. You can watch it. Go. Yeah, this is not for kids. And they made a point of that. But I wonder how many will get confused by that and still take kids to it just because they see talking dogs without really paying attention. If you look at the poster, it looks like it's like an Isle of Dogs poster. Because it's it's the nose all the way down to kind of like a uh, almost like a close-up, not quite a level or not quite a, a medium two-shot. But yeah, 
and then a dog tag that says go fetch yourself um an abandoned dog teams up with other strays to get revenge on his former owner um, starring the voice of will ferrell uh, savia Bergara, jamie fox iowa fisher harvey Guillen, randall park josh gad starring will forte uh Brett Gelman, Rob Riggle, and a host of others. But basically, <laughs> it's called Fetch and Fuck. It's, it's the game that Doug plays. He throws the ball fetch and throws it as far as he can, so the dog will go away and hopefully never come back. But of course, Reggie gets the ball, comes back, and Doug says, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, and let's know he yeah. won. <laughs> yep. Like, there's a whole scene about them humping, like, inanimate, like, lawn animals. Like, yeah. The gnome is your daddy. Tell the gnome he's your daddy. It's like, hello, gnome. You're my father. Nice to meet you. You know, it's right. very innocent. <laughs> Reggie's very kind of innocent and kind of, um, I would say sheltered. There. It's sheltered, you know. Like a, yeah. Never mind. Like a shelter dog. Anyways. Um, it's, yeah, not for kids. It should be interesting. It's a good. Uh, it's coming out June 9th. So uh, yeah, for adults again. <laughs> uh, that's really the only trailer I got. I think most of the trailers dropped last week, and really, I only thought about this one because it was before future presentation. Otherwise, I didn't even thought about that. So, speaking of which, this week. Our feature presentation is Renfield, rated R, one hour, 33 minutes, dropped this past Friday, the 14th. Renfield, Dracula's henchman and inmate at the Winnetick Asylum for decades, longs for a life away from the Count, his various demands, and all of the bloodshed that comes with them. So, Nicholas Holt plays Renfield, Nicholas Cage the two Knicks, um, plays Dracula. Aquafina plays Rebecca. Ben Schwartz plays Teddy Lobo. Uh, Shore Agadushlu plays, uh, I don't think I really, I don't think I knew her name was Bella Francesca <laughs> Lobo. I, think just, were, I, I just don't knew think her mom. Called her that. Yeah. Mom, yeah. Mom, Mama Lobo. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's your mom. Go see your mom. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Adrian Martinez is Chris. Uh, yeah. But it's... So, this is directed by Chris McKay, who his last movie was The Tomorrow War, which I was not... I was disappointed in. Um, thought <clears throat> the parts of it were good, but... Yeah. Didn't quite stick the problem. landing. No. no. Um, written by Ryan Ridley, who also writes for Rick and Morty. So that... Uh, you can see a lot of that <laughs> in this movie. So that's the comedic element that uh, to help with this ridiculous movie. <laughs> that, and I mean that in the best way possible. I don't mean that as an as a negative. I yeah. mean it only as a as a positive. Basically, Renfield gets tired of having to go find bodies or find you know humans to uh, live humans to basically bring to Dracula so he can feed and regenerate from his last time that 
someone trapped him and then, you know, pulled the curtains, burned him, all that. So in order to get his strength back and basically regenerate, this is the best way to word it, has to bring certain bodies. And so therefore, Renfield has, as his familiar, has to do that for him, which he does not like doing and hasn't. But this is, he's a codependent, as (laughs) it's uh, discussed in the film. And uh, it is an interesting movie. As much as it is a horror movie and a comedy and action, I mean, it covers and checks all the boxes. Yeah. It's also a movie about codependency, (laughs) which I find interesting. Like, it has a good message about it, about trying to be more independent and not rewind and not being so codependent on the narcissist that you're having to serve. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, I mean, he even attends these group meetings for people that are in toxic relationships. Yes. Which he is in, but it's very different from theirs. <laughs> but yes. Still, same thing, base level. It's it's a toxic relationship because his is a literal toxic relationship. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it started off where he was just trying to broker a deal for some land for his family to have them well off, and then, up oh, now he's <laughs> Dracula's bitch, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Um. And that that fight that left him a little crispy. <laughs> yeah. That was that was that was hilarious. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Um. Because they were trying to tell like what the, the the priest was like. Hey, we'll take care of you. We're like the most trusted people. We're Catholics. And he's like, ah oh, nah. At least by the trailer yeah. they made it it's like right. nah. Let me break this yeah. and <laughs> take care of y'all. And um. But then they just end up moving to this dilapidated hospital. hospital. Since you know, like, well, who's the last place anybody would look for someone like that is there. And so he goes on his mission to try to bring people in, but he has a little twist to what he's doing. So he's going to these meetings, listen to the stories and they're talking about the partner that they're with. That's bad for them. So he figures, well, I'll just go after these monsters that they have, mm-hmm. take them out and then I'll feed them to Dracula and he can to my monster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just my, a pet, ooh, my pet monster. <laughs> yeah. My pet like monster. I, like, I don't want anything to happen to these people, so I'll just take their demons and their monsters and feed them yeah. to my monster. And and then he stumbles on, I guess, a conflict between this group, because this group of people stole drugs from the Lobos. Mm-hmm. And they send an assassin to take them out, and he ends up taking the, the assassin out, along with the people that stole the drugs. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, Redfield has, gets these, like, pretty much like superpowers biting him bugs. That's one of the things when Dracula turned him into a familiar, he feeds bugs. It's like super soldier serum pretty much. Right. But like for a limited, limited time. Yeah. Yeah. It has a, uh... so that's, you know, kind of helps him be Billy badass when he had, when he needs to be. Yeah. And so he, in Aquafina plays a police officer. That's, you know, that is like not corrupt. And trying to take down Teddy Lobo, who's this drug dealer. Um, not a very good one. Mm-mm. You know, he's just trying to do what his mom wants him to do. And, uh, you know, he, he too is also codependent on his mother. True. And and, and other people, because he didn't like getting yes. his hands dirty. <laughs> nope. No, because he really didn't. I mean, you could tell he really didn't want to do it. But, you know, this is the family business, so he has to. Yeah. And... Yeah, keep you, up the good, keep up the looks. Yep, and it, it's 
don't know. It's it's funny. It's brutal. I mean, it's brutal in the sense, and and by brutal, I mean that in the most comedic way, in the yeah. in the way that kind of like Army of Darkness is kind of brutal. Yeah. And just ridiculous. You know, just a lot of silly fake blood for comedic use, not to gross anybody out, just because it's you know when someone uses a serving platter to knock off someone's arms, I mean, yeah. it then just this, you could tell it's like cherry or strawberry syrup, just, you know, like jelly. Or it's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just shooting everywhere. It just looks stupid. And you'll have in the same way, if you saw a cocaine bear and yeah. the, the way that a lot of the horror and, and, uh, you know, deaths and that were funny, yeah. the, it's the same way in this film. Like it's all comedic. It's not done to gross you out like a traditional horror movie. Um, kind of give you get a reaction like, oh wow, you know. Okay. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Even somebody when I went for some of the scenes, I I was thinking he's like, man, it's like some Tarantino level. Yeah. Blood just gushing everywhere. I'm like yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's done really well. It's a, it has a good story. It has a good message. Nick Cage's makeup is amazing. There are times I literally thought, I was like, well, he probably could be related to Bela Lugosi. Like, they really favored each other in a lot of scenes. And when they, it was great because what I liked about this movie, too, is they did basically reenactment scenes from yeah. the original Dracula to kind of show, like, like flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And they both, like, the way it was shot and everything, it was so well done. And it looked, I mean, it looked like it could have been from the original from that. and I never yeah. fully realized how much Nick Cage could look like Dracula until this movie and that and what they were showing. I'm like, Oh my gosh, he really could favor him or at least be, yeah. you know, like related somehow. This is so crazy how well this is done. And Nick Cage was, you know, was amazing. I mean, he was enjoying every single minute of this movie. Yeah. Like he, yeah, did he ham it up in some scenes? Of course he did. Of course, got to. Course. Had to. That's that's his thing. Yeah, it's a shit. He's got to. It's probably in his writer. <laughs> I mean, he really he always commits to the characters he plays, no matter what movie Every, he's in. No matter. But like, if nothing else, if the movie is horrible, you're gonna like his performance because he just gives yeah. you everything. 100, yeah, hundred twenty percent. Like yeah. it's, yeah, it it was great, and yeah, Nick Holt. Knocked it out. I love Aquafina. I'll watch her in anything. She's just yeah. she's just fun to watch. I just okay. I like that scene where she was talking to her sister and they finish yeah. talking and she keeps doing that double take back like she wants to say something. Yeah. So, I mean, or she no. t- or see if she's or she see if her sister was going to turn around and say something. Yeah. And she's like, nope. Okay, I'll give it a couple more steps. We'll check again. Nope. No. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> I like I liked it. Yeah. It's it. <laughs> And again, this is rated R, but it's more for the just ridiculous violence. Um, uh, York's mom wants to take him to go see it, so he didn't go see it with me. So I had to plan when I was going to go see it. Uh, It was, yeah, it's it was fun. He's going to love it. They both will actually. Um, But yeah, they and of course uh, this takes place in New Orleans. It was filmed in New Orleans. Uh, It was great. It's part of the. You know, it's part of, I mean, it's made by Universal trying to make it part of their Universal monster thing. Yeah. Again, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it, 
you know, apparently this was like a lifelong dream for Nick for Nick Cage to play Dracula. So you know he was going to do it right. Oh yeah, yeah. He it was yeah. Uh, oh, I actually forgot that uh, Nick Cage's uncle directed Bram Stoker's Dracula with Gary Oldman and and uh, Keanu, Winona Ryder, and them. Which is actually a really good one too. That's actually one of my favorites. So uh, yeah. I actually forgot that he directed that. <laughs> um, I don't remember if I've seen that or not. At least oh, really? if I have, it's, it's been, been a, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. It's from like 1992. Oh yeah, yeah, 92. I guess uh, Captain Nemo, Superman, and Dracula were the three roles Nick Cage has dreamed about playing when he started his acting career. I mean, he did actually get to always. Well, there's the documentary about him and Superman, which is really yeah, good and he did that. get the voice superman and teen titans go yeah. to the movies and uh plays dracula here so i guess the only thing left is to play captain nemo so true uh, maybe if they re uh, reboot uh league of an extraordinary gentleman Never or know. if they just do a or if they just do a captain nemo movie so who knows yep that'd be god that'd be crazy so apparently there's actually a thing called Renfield syndrome. It's also known as the clinical vamp- clinical vampirism. It's a rare psychiatric disorder where an individual has an intense fascination with drinking blood or believing themselves to be a vampire. The syndrome is named after the character R.M. Renfield, Robert Montague Renfield, the novel. So, yeah. So it's inter- interesting because you would think it would be like people that like to eat bugs. Right. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. No, I. I, <laughs> I like it. I'm I'm a fan. I think if you like these kind of movies, you'll really. You'll. Uh, you'll have a blast. It's it's just yeah, a lot of fun movie. Fun, yeah. Entertaining. Fun. Yes. Good time in the movies. Don't, you know, just check your brains at the door and don't be expecting too much. And then, you know, at the end, when, toward the end, you know, he puts on his red jacket. I was, I was talking about him in Warm Bodies because he was playing oh, yeah. zombie in that. But I'm like, you know, I don't know if that was intentional or just, right. you know, just happened to happen. But it just kind of brought that movie to mind. It's yeah. Like he likes these zombie vampire movies. Does right. well in them. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. All right, my friend, you are next. All righty. So I checked out The Pope's Exorcist, <clears throat> which came out Friday. Runtime of an hour and 43 minutes. Directed by Julius Avery. And it stars Russell Crowe. He plays Father Gabriel Amorth. Or Amorth. And um, uh, Daniel Zavato as Father Escabel. Alex Essie as Julia. Franco Nero as the Pope, Laurel Marsden as Amy, uh, Peter de Sosa Faoni as Henry, and Cornell S. Johnson as S. John as Bishop Lamumba. So in this, we follow Gabriel Lamorth, the Vatican's leading exorcist, as he investigates the possession of a child and uncovers a conspiracy the Vatican has tried to keep secret. So it starts off with an exorcism where father is sent to a small village and it's a family of four parents two kids 
and the son seems to be possessed. So he's having a little back and forth banter with um, the demon inside of the of the, of the boy, and he's not quite convinced that because he's claiming that he's Satan, but Gabriel's not really convinced that he is. So he challenges him, and they they had a pig out front, so they bring it in and said like, if you're so powerful and so strong, and you take possession of this boy, why don't you take possession of the pig? You know, he challenges him, said I bet you can't do mm-hmm. it. But then as soon as he does, they shotgun to the head of the pig and done. <laughs> but he Dang. gets in tr- but he gets in trouble for this because this wasn't a sanctioned exorcism. You know, mm-hmm. he, he didn't do it with permission from his superiors. So they bring him aboard, bring him in front of everyone to kind of chastise for him, chastise him, and you know, just question his ability. But then he informs them, but hey, I was appointed by the Pope. So if you have a problem right. with me, you need to talk to my boss. <laughs> and he leaves. And and then in this movie, Gabrielle is kind of, you know, he's a bit aloof. He's kind of comedic. He drives a small little scooter and he's real, he likes joking a lot. Like he, he takes his job serious, but then he does it, you know. Gotcha. So, and then we fast forward to this family moving into a house, a big house that was left from, left to them by father slash husband who passed the year before. They run into financial problems and this is the only thing they have it's worth anything yeah so they move in with the plans to renovate and then sell it and then go back home but um little boy henry stumbles upon like a a hole in a wall and some symbolism and then there's like he basically gets possessed something gets unleashed and he gets possessed by this demon and word gets to the pope that this has happened and apparently this house has been a problem for the vatican for a while you know, so he sends his best person out to check it out. And when he goes, I'll say during this part, I kind of laugh more than I probably should have. But the little boy mm-hmm. that's possessed, like he's really, I mean, he really gets into his role. <laughs> you know, it's somebody else's voice. But I mean, just the facial expressions, the makeup on them and just some of the commentary. It it made me laugh because I just, I don't know. It wasn't right. scary. It just, I didn't find it scary. Yeah. I laughed. Um so it's kind of unintentionally funny, but um, Father Morth realizes that this demon is stronger than anything that he's encountered, yeah. and starts telling him things that no one knows about, like a, a failed exorcism that he had years ago, and basically just preying on on the fear that they have yeah. in his past. There is also Father Escobel, who's already there. Um, the mother Julia calls for him to come and check it out because it's the because Henry, the demon inside Henry says, bring me the priest. So they send him in and he immediately shoots him back out. It's like, no, not him. <laughs> you know, not this one. So basically the demons, it is his mission is to possess Father Gabriel. That's his goal. And Father Gabriel kind of stumbles upon something underneath the house, which kind of ended up being something that the Vatican has hidden which kind of explains why this house was left abandoned for so long. But, um, <clears throat> so it's kind of like your run of the mill exorcist movie. There's nothing that you really mm-hmm. haven't seen. Like it kind of reminded me of the movie, the pray for the devil that I talked about last year. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, Russell Crowe was really in, into being this priest, which is, you know, it's actual priest that yes. exists. Um, who, served the Vatican from 86 to 2016 when he passed. 
Um, but there, there's some, some pretty cool imagery in this. Um, Russell Crowe is just, as his voice, his accent kind of reminds me of him as um, Zeus in Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I kept thinking of oh. that. <laughs> so I was like, Bless. Eh. <laughs> but um, he really gets into the, to the, to the role. Um, it's, it does get pretty intense. Um, there's some cool little jump scares. They don't rely on it, but there's cool some moments there where kind of got me a little bit. Um, but the kid, when he's possessed, like his, even though I found it a little bit, be a little more maybe over the top. Yeah. But it was, it was still inner. I don't know if I should say entertaining, but cause I laughed <laughs> when I probably yeah. shouldn't have been. But, um, I, it was a surprise. I didn't know what to expect from the movie. I just knew it's about the Pope's exorcist. Mm-hmm. Of course, they got to have someone possessed for him to try to perform the exorcism. Um, but, um, yeah. And apparently, this is the first time Russell Cole stars in a horror movie. Yeah. So he doesn't huh. make too many of those. So. It's true. So, <clears throat> I talked about this on a previous episode a couple years back, maybe. Mm-hmm. At least one or two years ago. Uh, there's a documentary. It was on Netflix. It's since been taken off because I just double checked. But it's called The Devil and Father Amorth, which mm-hmm. uh, so Father Gabriel Amorth performs his ninth exorcism on an, an Italian woman, and the uh, so it's d- written and directed by William Freakin, and he uh, who everybody most people know directed the uh directed the exorcist the movie mm-hmm. which is based on father and exorcisms so it's based on his work and so he got to as a documentarian basically film an actual exorcism so this movie is about not only father and but also about him conducting this exorcism which has never they've never allowed a filming of an exorcism before. And so, and it took forever for freaking to actually get permission from the Vatican to do this. Mm-hmm. So it's, it is, uh, it's an hour and eight minutes long. Um, if you could find it, if you have crackle, apparently according to IMDb, you could find it on crackle.com and watch it there. Uh, it is very fascinating to watch. It is kind of, it's very creepy too, depending on, I mean, no matter what your, if you're skeptical about whether or not these, you know, whatever you believe in and stuff, yeah. uh, it's still fa- a fascinating and very well done uh, documentary. Uh, and so I would highly recommend that. And just real briefly to kind of go off of n- not just your movie and not just this documentary, I actually just got done watching a documentary, which I'm not really going to, I won't talk about, but, you know, in depth, but um I watched on iTunes for, you know, 99 cent rental. It's called Weep of Faith, William Friedkin and uh, William Friedkin on the Exorcist. And it's an hour and 43 minutes long. It's a documentary of just freaking talking about um, just making, you know, his thoughts on basically obtaining the, basically getting us getting the, to direct that film and working closely with the author of the book, The Exorcist, and then how he wanted the changes he wanted to make, stuff like that, and visuals and movies that inspired him to help do certain shots or or use certain techniques in this film. 
And it is if you love if you're a lover of movies and um, how movies are made, highly recommend watching this documentary. It's awesome. Or if you just love The Exorcist, this is a good companion piece for it. So, um, yeah, Uh, the summary basically just states that it's a lyrical and spiritual, spiritual cinematic essay on The Exorcist. Leaf of Faith explores the uncharted depths of William Friedkin's mind's eye, the nuances of his filmmaking process, and the mysteries of faith and fate that have shaped his life and filmography as told by the man himself. Anyways, definitely recommend. Uh, I'm sure it's wherever you can get it on VOD. Again, I watched it on, I, on iTunes for a dollar, so and it was definitely worth it. I'll probably actually go back and purchase the film so i could watch it again because i'm that film nerd so but yeah def there you go a little trifecta yeah of of films um full circle okay for me i have for our for our kids movie because <laughs> the other two aren't uh I watched from Netflix, Chupa. While visiting a family in Mexico, teenage Alex gains an unlikely companion when he discovers a young chupacabra hiding in his grandpa's shed. To save the mythical creature, Alex and his cousins must embark on the adventure of a lifetime. All right. This dropped uh, April 7th on Netflix, starring uh, Demian uh, Bichur. Christian Slater, uh, Evan Witten, Ashley Ciara, and Nicholas Verduga. This was written by Sean Kennedy Moore and directed by Jonas Caron. Um, so, yeah, it's a PG hour, 35 minutes long. Boom. Perfect sweet spot. Yeah. Uh, on, and honestly, they probably could have cut five, maybe 10 minutes from it, too. Like, I, there were parts I'm like, oh, I was like, this is a great spot for it to end. And then they just kept going. Dang. I'm like, well, why are we doing this? The conflict, and I'm using air quotes for conflict, because there's, because it's a family movie, so the conflict's fairly light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. not going to get too deep on anything. It's just kind of, you know, there's a Christian, Christian Slater plays a guy that's been like, it seems like he's like an archaeologist, but I guess he's more of a, uh, maybe a cryptozoologist, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Someone that's been studying chupacabras and believes that they are real and been trying to find one. He ends up finding one, but it escapes. So he's now been trying, not going on the hunt to try and find him. But he's not portrayed as like the sinister, like a sinister bad guy. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you see, you understand his motives. Like he's not trying to hurt it. He wants to study it. <laughs> but this chupacabra ends up hiding in, uh, Damien Bersher, who plays Shava, hides in his his shed, and then Alex, who's visiting, uh, for you know for the summer, for a couple of weeks, uh, discovers it and they befriend, you know, and then then the co- then his cousins make friends with it and everything, and so they're trying to hide it from everyone, but uh, you know, and it's not a not being portrayed as like an evil, uh thing it's just you know it's like a pet like every any other just a mythical pet that the cgi is not bad it's a little you know yeah 
for a kids movie, it's perfect. Let's put it that way. And it's it's it is a cute movie. I mean, it it really is. And I think uh, if you're looking for something to watch as a family or just something new for your kids to watch, I think this would be a great movie. It, uh, yeah, it like Grayson will really like this. York maybe not as much, but uh, Grayson at eight and a half will definitely love this movie, and I would happily rewatch it again. Yeah. Plus, I always like seeing Christmas later. <clears throat> I still want him to make a cuffs sequel. Like he's like now the older officer and now there's some new officer that's basically just like him. And now he's got to rein him. And I would love to see, I don't know. I just love that movie from 1990 or whatever. Yeah. It's, it just, yeah. It brought me joy as a teenager. <laughs> so, so I watched a trailer for this. I haven't watched it yet, mm-hmm. but I kept getting like ET vibes. Did it kind of feel like that in a way, uh, maybe I mean, not in the not, area a little bit. I don't know. Uh, maybe a little bit, but I don't know. E.T., as much as it's a family movie, it is a dark movie, though, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. kind of, like, there's a lot more, like, dark elements, you know, uh, in E.T. that, you know, could scare kids. This one, you're not getting scared at all. So, yeah, no one's getting scared of this. But it's, but it's well done, though. So, I... And I enjoyed it. It's fun. Like I said, it's like low stakes conflict, whereas E.T. is a little bit darker and has a little more high stakes. And whereas, you know, like adults are the villains, you know, in this, whereas in this movie, it's not not as much. So this is definitely a little more lighthearted and kind of like how there's bubblegum pop music. This is like a bubblegum pop movie for kids. Yeah. All right. Bite, airy and. You know, just wholesome. There we go. That's the word. Wholesome. It's a wholesome movie. Okay. But yeah, and that's about it for me, man. Uh, let's see. This week we have Bo is Afraid for our A24 fans. Yeah. It is getting interesting. Uh, getting ex- interesting reviews so far. One yeah. person's like, like did not like it whatsoever. And I think I, I'm sure you saw it too. Cause I think someone posted in the A24 group, you know, this is what happens when the studio doesn't let the direct, does it rain in the director? And yeah, I saw that. I'm like, bro, A24 ain't going to tell Ari Aster to do anything. They're just going to be like, here's your money. Yep. I would do hereditary it. in midsummer. midsummer? Like, they're going to be do like, do your thing, man. Do your thing. Do your thing. Just let us know when it's done. Thing. And, you know, yeah, yeah. We'll see we, we might be like, eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so otherwise I've also heard that it's, you know, it's Joaquin Phoenix is great in it. So I'm like, okay, well, this is be, this is going to be interesting. Can't this. Will, <laughs> I'm not, I already know. I'm just, whenever I go see it, I'm not going to be prepared for it. And I'm just going to be like, this is, I just need to be ready that I'm not going to be ready. <laughs> just accept yeah, that. Like, yeah. Ari Aster. Fucking Phoenix. Yeah, World's Colliding, Jerry. Yeah. Um, I saw that Sisu is supposed to come out this week, too. So that should be interesting as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not going to be the Nick. That's not going to be the uh, Renfield kind of violent. <laughs> no, it's, no, that's going to be straight up Tarantino. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I buy. <laughs> 100%. 
not jelly. That's that's actually blood. <laughs> and, speaking of evil, and speaking of Army of Darkness, yeah, Evil Dead Rise. Enjoy. I can't wait to hear you talk about it because I watch it. It's a hundred percent no for me. I'll be there. And then we have uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's uh, The Covenant is also coming out this week, which I may go see that one if I have time. A lot. (laughs) Yeah, it's quite a bit coming out. Yep. Uh, Sorry, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, as it's wow. I love Guy Ritchie, and this. I'm curious how much. I'm curious which Guy Ritchie we're getting in this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I have a feeling it's not going to be Snatch Guy Ritchie. It's going to be kind of a more of a straight, just action drama. I mean, it looks. In, I mean, the trailer looks great. So, uh, so Jake Gyllenhaal and Johnny Lee Miller. So, see how that. Uh, Alexander Ludwig and Anthony Starr. Dar Salom. Um, and then we also have Polite Society. Things coming out this week. On my pointer, it says next week, but IMDb says this week. So, be mm-hmm. one of these two. I don't know. I don't know. And then Apple TV Plus, we have Ghosted with Chris Evans and Ana de Armas, which looks amazing. So. Yeah, definitely checking that out. Definitely checking that out. Yeah, hands down. So that's what we got. Oh, TV. I started watching A24's Beef on Netflix. I'm only on uh, midway through episode two, but it's interesting so far. Um, Yeah, I haven't started that yet. Yeah. Um, I've seen some clips. People keep sending me clips from them. Like, I haven't watched it yet. Stop. (laughs) Right. Um, But um, there's another movie coming out. I don't know how available it'll be, but right. that um, uh, it's either Chevrolet or Chevalier. Oh yeah, uh, See, that's supposed to come out this week too. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I think it was supposed to come out last year, but but yeah, that's one. That, I don't know. It's gonna be one of those that I, if I watch, it'll probably be maybe the next week I talk about it. Depending on there's a lot of right. stuff I won't watch. <laughs> There is. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, other TV show I started watching is The Big Door Prize on Apple TV Plus, mm-hmm. starring Chris O'Dowd, who I absolutely love. Um, it's about the residents of a small town called Deerfield who one day discover a magical destiny predicting machine in their grocery store. And it's people basically type their birth date and do their fingerprint, you know, do their handprint. And then it tells them what their potential is going to be. And Chris O'Dowd's character gets one that is already what he's doing. So he's showing like, he's like, I'm already, there's no way I'm already at my max potential. Like I have, you know, dreams to do other things. Whereas some of these others, they're like, it's showing what they can, you know, aspire to become. And he's like, but I've already doing this. I've, I know there's more to this. And so it's very interesting uh, premise. There's 11 episodes, I think. I'm trying to think of what episode we're on now. Um, episode five. Okay, that's what we're on. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah, it's interesting. It's it's definitely something different, and I like it. It's, you know, it's a little bit of comedy, 
dramedy, I guess we could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I would recommend it. It's just something different. I like it. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't started any new series. I'm trying to make my way through finishing the Wu-Tang Saga. I think yes. they've, they've, they've completed their third season, so I'm about five episodes behind on that. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm going to hopefully try to finish it up this week. Okay. I've seen um, some clips from that, too. I'm like, okay, I haven't watched yet. <laughs> York and I are chipping away once again at uh, Attack on Titan. I think we're okay. episode 14, episode 14, season one. So mm-hmm. we're getting there. No, I told him, I said, you know, he's like, well, you know, you go watch it when I'm not here, you know, I, said, I know, but this is just one of those things I enjoy watching with you because yeah. you can kind of give me context, you know, yeah. with some stuff. So, yeah. Just the overall experience of sharing exactly. that. Time. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Oh, uh, if you, this Sunday, I'm recording with a $2 late fee for one of their Patreon specials. So if you uh, have a Patreon account or wish to start one and would like to help support our friends uh, at $2 late fee for the $5 tier, you get to uh, actually at $2 tier, you actually get the episodes to listen to at five. You may become a guest. So this Sunday, I'll be recording with them for their next uh, Patreon episode. So talking about basically memories, I, stories I have going to check out movies at the mo- at the video store, you know, yeah. in the olden days. And <laughs> yeah, miss those days. Yep, same. Weekend comes Friday night. Boom. Yeah. Snow days? Oh, don't. Oh, yeah. Never forbid there would be a snow day. Oh, right. Or if you're sick. Yep. Actually, like, legit sick, not. Yeah. Don't tell don't going to go school. school. Sick. Yeah, yeah. No. Coughing, uh, sweating, eyes red, you know, yeah. actual legit, can't move sick. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, then I guess me and Zach are going to do a trivia game together against Dustin. So that should be fun. So looking forward to that. And I think that's about it for us. You got anything else, my friend? No, nothing else. Watch out. out. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Well, let's hope. Uh, I hope everybody enjoys their week and may the sun rain down on you and bring you all the vitamin D and happiness that uh, as it does me. So we hope you all have an amazing week. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. There we go. <laughs> That's my Dracula. Sorry, it's not good. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.